If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. The creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Y'all, welcome to episode two of Can't Call It with your boy Jay Kills and your boy Jay Wright. Hey, we back with another one. You know what I'm saying? We're a little bit off schedule. We black folks, you know what I'm saying? We got all the time. Yeah, man. How, how was your, your Christmas holiday, man? Man, I can't complain, man. The kids was happy. I'm broke, so it went well, man. You know, spent what? all my extra little ducats. What What was the gift that uh? put you over the top dog man let me tell you if if you got stock in nike man you just got a boost because i done bought like six pair of shoes <laughs> for the family and they all they, they deserve it but you know yeah, yeah. we ran up the tab on that nike online store man they, did, did they, you get yourself a little something i i, I dabbled a little bit <laughs> a little you know a little razzle dazzle yeah, I got a little touch up on something. You know, got, got you know. self care is the best. You care. got to exactly. I can't love you if I don't love me. You, you know, know? What I'm saying? straight up. Well, bro. I learned that later in life. You know, kind of like Kid Cudi. I was had to had to find my way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shout out yeah. to uh, Scott Meskety. Uh yeah. yeah, man. Uh, shout out to all the the parents out there making it happen for their kids. And um, hey, sure. man. I ain't trying to disrespect nobody, uh, mama or granny, but y'all got to chill out with all these toys with the 8,000 pieces, dog. You ain't got to For stay real. here. We do. So Exactly. Exactly. Ooh, and then we always get stuck with putting it together, too. Right. That's another thing that is overlooked when it comes to being a dad is that you're the cat that got to put together everything that the kids get for Christmas, man. Yep. Like, I ain't take no class. I ain't take no real classes. They don't teach you that in high school or nothing. So, me, I had to put together my daughter's trampoline. It still ain't together. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to be honest with you. That thing is difficult to say. And that's that's not safe to Mm -hmm. be be building if you don't know what you're doing. Oh, hell no. No, I I had to check my insurance plan to see if I was coming. (laughs) Straight up. You ain't about to die on my watch. It'd be my fault. Nah, you can't do it, man. You can't go to heaven talking about you died putting together a trampoline. Nah, nah. They're going to put know, you the key in You know how much that, that bill going to cost? Bruh. <laughs> I don't want that on my obituary, let alone <laughs> having to explain that's what it is. Nah, uh, I'm cool, man. Mm-mm. Hey, side Peace note. Uh, I see this preview video of the Alabama-Mississippi All-Star game. It's a child on here named Gut Quincy. Yeah, that's Kool Aid. That's Kool Aid. That's his nickname. Was Kool Aid? Yeah, he's he was uh, at one point at the LSU thought we had a chance at him, but he from Alabama. He wasn't gonna leave the state. Mm. Good Number Quincy. one corner in the country. Yeah, Gut Quincy. I okay. thought he was from Monroe because that's a Monroe name. That, that it's up there with Lace Darius. 
Yeah, yeah. That's why I thought the coldest was from Monroe. <laughs> but uh, straight Shreveport area, man. They coming back. They bouncing they back with the Nats. They on they on Monroe's ass right now. They coming. Yeah. Man, but uh, yeah, man. So last time we talked was uh shortly after that Florida game, uh, hmm. and you know we both had our reservations about uh the Ole Miss and old runway runway lane, uh, what right he was gonna bring so. to the table. But yeah, uh, yeah. man, them Tigers pulled it out, bro. You know pulled it out is, is the word, man. Pulled it it's out, fifty three to forty eight. It got it got a little tight. That second yeah, half got a little tight. Hey, man, look, um, I don't mean to be vulgar, but pull out is the perfect term for that one, bro, because like you said, it was a bit tight, and we don't know if Ole Miss was on birth control, but they about to have that baby for yeah, us. Yeah, dog. It was close. That one, that one had me sweating at the end, bro. I, I, and, but we predicted that last yep. episode. We, we said did. that there was going to be a shootout. You can't just stop lane with one concept. He's going to come and keep coming at you. Once he finds out what your weakness is, he's going to exploit it. Oh, That's yeah, what man. happened. That's what happened, you know. But uh, it's good in the year of five and five. Uh, we also predicted that Bob Plenty would be packing as soon as the plane touched down. Yes, sir. And, uh, yeah, that boy didn't even hit the tarmac for real, man. He just walked the papers From in the, the air. House. From the he house. Flew. He flew back Spirit Airlines. <laughs> nah, no, there's no business class. In this. Nah, uh, uh, there's somebody baby though. We gonna leave him. Alone. Nah, he grown. He grown. And oh, he yeah, got paid a lot right. of money. That's true. To walk, he got paid to walk. Paid to bro. walk. Martin Luther King uh, walks for free. Exactly, and church bottles. You know, yeah. like. You getting paid to wear windbreakers? And, those, and, those, <laughs> those were not even the Johnston and Murphys. Those was Stacy. Ah, no. If you nah, ever had to walk dude. somewhere in Stacy Adams, you don't know no struggle, dog. Further than forty steps, you need a, a, a what them step counters call a odometer or something, yeah. bro. You man, that's why I have more respect for Martin Luther King and them boys because they was walking across bridges in the South and Penny Lawrence. And hard during the summer, bro. Like this is straight. They they boycott buses. I'm catching the bus, bro. As <laughs> hot as it is out here, even if they ain't got no AC, man, put me on that bus and put that window down, man. I'm gonna catch this. Air, I'm about man. to catch this bus, man. I'm but, gonna uh, stay in the back. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, stay in the back man. tonight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, man. LSU was up 34-21 at halftime, looking pretty legit. Mm-hmm. Uh. And then that second half, you know, Lane made some adjustments, actually took the lead at one, some point in the fourth quarter, around eight minutes to go. And, uh, man, Max Johnson led us back man. with two straight scores. Man, uh, Max. You know what I'm saying? Max ended up with, uh, what, 435 yards, three TDs, and Ooh. one kick. You know, respectable. Uh, of course, the star of the game was, was Kayshawn Booty, uh, breaking Josh Reed's all-time record. Man. I I ain't never seen nobody hit a three three hundred clip in a in a game, bro. As I mean, a true I, freshman, bro. that is insane, dog. As that a true is insane. Freshman. Just less than twelve months ago, this cat was at Palm. Straight up, and here he is now putting up, like you said, a record breaking performance as the go to receiver in an yeah. SEC game. Like 
Yeah. That's that's you can't do nothing but tip your hat to the cat. Man, that's man. tough, man. That's that's heavy. That's I'm not gonna lie too. I I like what I saw from unfortunately I don't think it's because of him, but I like what I like some of the things I saw from the defense. Um, not scheme wise. We gonna talk about that later, but um the, the the kids was fighting, man. Uh, yeah, we yeah. we was we was shorthanded <laughs> in that defensive backfield. At one point, uh, Derek Singh looked like he was gonna try to warm up just to see if he could even give it a shot in that second half. But uh, the boys showed some fight, man. They they I they know. made the plays when they had. They made timely plays. That's the word. Timely plays. Man, we could have got two picks that night, man. Matt Corral throw picks like a pack of beer, man. He throw six at a time, man. Nah, he threw, he threw a six-pack. A six-pack, man. That's his second game this season doing that, too, bro. Like, that, they come uh, That's another thing I've never seen before. First off, what coach leaves his quarterback in the game long enough to get six picks, Lane Kiffin? Uh, yeah. But <laughs> I've never seen nobody throw six picks. Not man. even in the high school. Bro, that's what I'm saying. It's it's like a I don't even know. He got he got some blackmail photos of Lane Kiffin somewhere lying around or something, but to throw six picks and to stay in the game, like I get maybe two, maybe even three. Three. But, yeah. I, mean, but I remember that was a I can't even remember what uh what the play call was exactly, but he threw one out to the flat. And anybody with eyes could see that that cat was covered. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he just laid it out there, and it was the easiest interception that LSU probably had all season. And yep. I was sitting there like, all right, Lane's going to take him out, man. They got options. They got your boy. John uh, Rice Plumley. John Rice, Reese, whatever you want to call him, Plumley, sitting yep. out there waiting in the wings. And nope, didn't yank him. He's Still obviously a serious player, man. Can't do it. Won't do it. Nope. Can't win with him. <laughs> <laughs> he pulled a Mike Singletary on him, man. He, he Straight up, he, bro. I just never seen anything like it, man. But I guess he I guess he knows more than us. He gets paid the big bucks. He figured they give him a puncher's chance. Maybe so, dog. But we had a – who had a pick? Jabril Cox had a pick. Jay Ward got two. Ali Gay had one, so you know both of our transfers going out with a bang. Uh, Glenn Logan had a, I don't know, I don't know why they called that a pick. I ain't think that was technically a pick, but whatever. Uh, hey, our boy Dwight McLaughlin got him a, a pass breakup. <laughs> BJ Ojolari got him a pass breakup. Uh, yeah, man, uh, they they made some plays, but but let's let's get past that, man. Um, let's get to to, to some real questions. Who's the starter yeah. next year at quarterback, dog? Ooh, you came with a heavy hitter out the gate, huh? I'm going to hit man hers. Yeah, them. man. Uh, young Max led us to two, you know, yeah. clutch victories. Uh, yeah. Showed some moxie, as they like to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but let's not diminish TJ Finley's early uh, accomplishments. Uh, I thought he played well when, when things were going yeah. right. Uh, I think we set him up to fail in the Auburn game, but that's just me. Uh, and of course, Miles Brennan. Let's not forget, he Man, threw up. He threw up. A, he threw a thousand yards in less in three games. So incumbent. Yeah, man. He still hasn't yeah. got a chance to put that that film out there to to really go like as a first round draft pick. So I'm sure he's coming back. 
and he has two man. more seasons. So uh, what, it's, what, it's what you LSU. Think? You don't know who comes. You don't know who coming back, man. It's LSU. We got a culture right now that Racing McMath just left. So I don't know. Yeah. Man. So okay. But, so uh, let me let me let me put it to you like this: Who stays? Who transfers? And who starts? Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Let's do a, a three. All right. So this is who stands. Who starts and who's transparent. I'm gonna yeah. be completely honest with you. I ain't gonna sugarcoat it because they somebody's babies. Yeah. It is you you until the incumbent is no longer the incumbent. I'm keeping Miles Brennan as the starter, man. Ooh. He just showed me he just showed me from those first three games that he can sling it anywhere. Yeah. I, I felt like he went you could see him improve and he actually was playing at a high clip, but he was actually improving as well. And yep. so I got to keep from that. I say. And those games real quick were against Mississippi State, Vanderbilt, and Missouri. Uh, yes, two, this two, is true. And two two were on the road. Two were on the road. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to think, initially you hear those names, you're not intimidated. But Missouri went five and five just like we did. Yep. They had some nice feathers in their cap. And yep. their defense isn't as bad as people make them out to be. Now, Vanderbilt obviously is Vanderbilt. But, yeah. Uh, I just think Vanderbilt's gonna come up later in this podcast for different reasons. Yeah, for different reasons. Um Jericho Juice is no longer in demand <laughs> in Nashville. <laughs> but uh I just I just think you can't unsee them right now. Uh, yeah. unless something we don't see behind the scenes with that injury is going on, which we haven't heard much word out of the yeah. camp yet about him, but uh I got him staying as a starter. I have Max Johnson staying. Okay. As a backup. Okay. And I see TJ Finley transferring out, man. I hate and, to say it, but and is that uh Garrett Nussmeyer uh influenced? Nuss. Hey man, <laughs> let me let me tell you about the Nuss, man. This cat is Are you I on the Nuss leader. bus? I'm on the Nuss bus, man. I'm pulling it down now. Skip, let me tell you about the <laughs> Nuss. <laughs> this this thing is moving at a high clip, man. But I just think TJ Finley, his mental makeup. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We went through some we went through some ups and downs with him. And I, I just don't feel like he's fully engaged right now. Yeah. And I'm I hate to make assumptions, but I just feel like if one of the two were to transfer out of the freshman quarterbacks, it would be him. You know, especially yeah. with the coaching change going on and everything. Just, if I was a quarterback and I wanted to play right away. Yep. This would be a perfect opportunity to do so. I don't want to see the kid leave. He's big, athletic. I think yes. he has the world of potential. Yeah. But I just don't I just it's hard to keep it's hard to keep two quarterbacks, let alone three, maybe yeah. four. So I, I so uh, to your point, man, I mean, Miles played in three games and still leads the team in passing. Uh mm-hmm. Max played six games, TJ played five. Uh, TJ had a five and five uh, touchdown interception ratio, while Max had an eight to one, um, mm. and that one was was a hell of a play actually um, by that by the DB from Ole Miss. But uh, I, and Max Max had the bigger win um, for, out of those those guys going on, going on the road in the swamp for a, a team that was trying to win a national championship, a, a quarterback who was poised to win the uh, the Heisman. Mm-hmm. And he snatched it from him, bro. I mean, yeah, that yeah. that showed a lot, man. So, Moxie. so I'm with you, man. I think Miles didn't lose his job. I don't think Max quite won the job. I think he he proved that he belongs. And you know, oh, yeah. it, you uh, know, he's 
we're in good hands if if Matt if Miles does go down or defects or goes to the league, whatever happens, you know, mm-hmm. I, you feel good about Max being on the team, and that we, you still got a chance to win. And uh, yeah, with, with the, the with all the Nuss hype, I just don't see how TJ can can stick around. I mean, I, I hope the best for the young man, and like I said, that's somebody's child. Um, and, and he seemed like a good kid, man. But you know, unfortunately, this is competitive sports. This is not a yeah. Not a YMCA, man. So it's just it is what it is. It's the nature of the beast, man. You know. Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, we got plenty of quarterbacks that came through with a ton of potential and had to go elsewhere and start. Yeah. You know. So yeah. I mean, it's and kudos to Miles. Out. You know, Miles stuck it out. As you know, some cats would have transferred if they was Miles, but he waited his turn. Um, a quarterback transferred in who ended up being a, a culture changer and an all-time great, and he still stuck mm-hmm. it out. So, I mean, TJ might be on that same boat, too. I don't know, but... Uh, he could. He could, but he could. I, I, I'm with you, man. I think my I think Max actually ends up on the Miles plan, and uh, he yeah. might you might see him year three, year four uh, get a chance to really take over. Who knows, bro, but... Yeah, you, it's, like we say, this name of shows can't call it. We really can't call it, right? We can't call but, it, bro. Uh, you, like you said, man, it, it could go either way. And, and Max Jones could end up being the second coming of Joe Burrow in a couple years. But, like I said, when you have a quarterback, it ain't like you can play four quarterbacks at a time. And kids nowadays, especially with social media and people staying in their ear, it's hard to keep them all. So, Oh yeah, um, man! Somebody telling you, "Hey, you you should be starting, bro. You should be starting." Yeah, I just don't want to see the kid go to uh, UTEP or uh, you know one of them schools out west like Fresno. Yeah, and his his career still don't take off. I wish the best yeah. for whoever yeah. whoever makes that decision. You, know? you really hope these kids, you know, when they transfer, they still are successful. Eventually, make the lead. Don't beat us. I mean, go go somewhere like in the Mountain West and uh, do your thing, bro. Yeah, yeah. You can so, pull uh, Justin McMillan go to Tulane. You know something. what I'm saying? But, yeah, man, enough about that. Let's get into what's, what's, what's really popping out here in these streets. Uh, after the season, you know, LSU <laughs> made some announcements. Uh, first off, first and foremost, Mr. Steve Ensminger, the, the, the lifelong Tiger, uh, transitioned into an analyst role. Uh, you got to explain to me what that is anyway. Uh, Coach Bill Johnson also went into the uh, the analyst role. They both retired, but I don't, they still got a job. I don't, I don't really know how that works. Yeah. But yeah. It's, that's some white folks stuff, huh? I mean, let me tell you. <laughs> I ain't even want to call it that skill, but let me tell you, man. <laughs> it's, uh, let, all right, so let's go back to the analyst okay. uh, position itself. So. I'm, this is where it started. And I'm, like we said last week, saving is a, is above the norm and ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. And so, wait, if you ever notice, like if somebody gets fired in the SEC or the ACC, that's a head coach, and they disappear for a year, and then you see them pop back up somewhere else, like even Brett Beamler did for a minute, is yep. they'll go to either Belichick or Saban and be on the shadow staff. And mm-hmm. so. What Saban does is he builds this staff of uh, football minds, mm-hmm. and they basically they basically get paid with small with a small to them, but with like a good amount for a year for like 
forty to sixty thousand. Right, Just a breakdown right. film. Uh, do third down cutups. You know, this is type of stuff that the other coaches that are on field coaches that get paid the big bucks can't really do through the, the normal football week because of their responsibility. So okay. it's pretty much presented to them. So you see that model being taken by the other SEC schools now. And LSU was one of the other first ones to pick up on it. And they started hiring, like, some of the top guys from in-state schools, you know, um, help with tight ends, help with special teams, help with linebackers, help with defensive line. But they're not full-time coaches. Mm, and so they could be – they could – they could actually be on the field, a few of them, during the game, but they can't really necessarily guide drills or anything like that. And so what that does is that gives you the advantage of having help making game plans, you know? Mm. Like, if I have – even Ed touched on it this offseason. If I have – I know I'm playing Florida. I know I'm playing Auburn. I know I'm playing Texas A&M. To get a jump start on that, during the offseason, I might have one cat just look at every game Texas A&M has played in the last two or three years for like a few weeks, right? That's okay. all they do. Break down every snap, every alignment, every formation, every defensive call, and then put that information in and get a game plan ready. So by the time that week comes around, they've, okay. already, got the intel, they've already got the intel. They're just giving it now to the on-field coach and say, hey, this is what they do 85% of the time on third down. This is how they line up predominantly in the first half, and this is who they use as a two tight end subset. You know, this is kind of the information that a, a coach that's an on-field coach would maybe 10 years ago would have had to do on their own. Yeah. It took a lot of time away from them. So, Hans Mager and Bill Johnson stepping back into those roles, those type of roles, they necessarily don't have to be that grunt work with it because mm-hmm. Ed may say, hey, Steve, just help us out a little bit with, you know, drawing up some drills for the quarterbacks and some third down stuff for us. We're going to hire a passing game coordinator, offensive coordinator, but I don't All need right. you to do much. You just come in every now and then, help out with a little bit here and there. Same thing with Bill Johnson. He's coaching the NFL for a good while. He used the same defensive line coach when they won the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. He was, uh, he's, is, uh, two, like, pretty much his mentor, you know. So, um, having him step back allows you to get a younger guy in, somebody that's going to be on the recruiting trail to help, you know, seal the deal with some of these uh, big-time recruits. Because what happens is when you have an older staff like that, it's kind of getting tough for them to relate to these players that are mm. 17 years very, old, very 18 true. years old. So I think Ed's already a fire recruiter, but he wants to keep that fire going, you know? And I mean, because Ed, Ed, yeah, Ed ain't no spring chicken himself, man. So Nah, nah. I mean, he's still drinking Red Bulls. I think he got him a nice little young thing, <laughs> you know. But we ain't going to touch on that either. That's somebody kid, man. <laughs> I can't call it, man. Pimpin' ain't dead. But, it ain't. It moves to the website. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I just think it's opening up spots so you can get some fresh blood in and some new ideas, especially on the the brain trust of the defense and your offense. Because honestly, what this season showed us is people were catching up to what LSU was liking to do, especially on offense. 
In defense, we just needed some 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 direction. Something yeah, that said, this is what who we are, this is what we do, this is our our trademark type, but we're gonna work on it. We're gonna right, work on right. it. So um you know and the biggest news is obviously uh Bo Pelini one and done. Uh got the Matt Canada treatment. Uh oh, what? Where did it go wrong, dog? Was it just yeah. not the right fit from the beginning, or you know, I that's the thing. Everybody could have hindsight and say, you know, oh, I knew this was gone. This was gonna be shaky. But when you hear the name Bo Pelini and you're an LSU fan, it did have some sizzle to it because that was the last cat that was a ferocious. Yeah, it was like, man, I remember this back in the day. You know, he used to have some you know, dogs, bro. <laughs> man, you talking about Ali Hotsmith and them, bro. <laughs> but them cats ain't walking through the door. And also, we ain't playing the traditional I formation offenses anymore. And so. Yeah, that was a different SEC last time. Exactly. Exactly. So now you got. Do we stick to a 3-4? Do we stay in a 4-3? You know, Bo likes to run a 4-3. Ed mm-hmm. wants to run a 4-3. But we got the pieces for a 3-4. So, right. if, like I said, hindsight's twenty twenty. If you would have took more time into it, you would have said, okay, if I'm a higher Bo, we got to let them know, man, we got these 3-4 pieces. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to play mm-hmm. some 3-4. We're going to have to mesh that in with the 4-3. And kind of transition, you know, it can't be just a complete flip. And then also, COVID just hit at the perfect time. We didn't have a true spring training or offseason. And so, I think that combined with the fact that Bo hasn't really been calling defenses in a long time. So, it's almost a rhythm thing when you're calling offensive defense, you get into a rhythm where you're comfortable saying, okay, I kind of know what guys are trying to attack, what they're trying to do. And I think Bo never got into that rhythm. He never got comfortable with his play call. He, I think he he wanted to keep the players comfortable, but he was making himself uncomfortable. Right. And when you do that, it's not a good mix. Because now you're getting frustrated. You know, you're probably calling stuff out of emotion and, and everything is just kind of thrown for a loop. So uh, I think it was a perfect storm of it not working, man. It was yeah. it probably looks back and says, I made a mistake. We all make mistakes. But this is high stakes college football, man. You got to vet your uh, people a little bit more thoroughly. Yeah, the one thing about Ed I do, uh, you know, appreciate is if he see it ain't working, dog, he'll pull the plug, dog, as opposed to the Les Miles years where Les was a loyalist and just tried to ride it out to see if it was going, you know, yeah. correct itself, yeah. you know, with the Matt Canada hire and with this Bo Pelini hire. It was like, nah, bro, I'm not going out like that. So um, it's it's going to hurt. That that buyout was pretty steep. So uh, I know the, the administration saying they're not just going to be – throwing these checks around like that. That's what they say. But uh Man, look, they don't when you they, need money, you're gonna find it. <laughs> it's it's gonna come up. They're gonna pass it's the gonna, collection plate. They gonna they gonna find the money, man. You see, they they wouldn't have made the decision to cut them so quick if they ain't had the funds already. Oh, they they was liquid. They, they those can yeah. those funds were in the account. <laughs> they wouldn't wait for no transfer. 
They wasn't waiting for no check to hit on the first. Them funds was readily available. Oh, you can cash that now, bro. That, there was no for pending. Sure there was no pending account balance. That was all. That's what you got available. <laughs> available. <laughs> Uh, hey, for real, man. <laughs> so, 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 uh, so, so now technically we have two openings, right? We got a offensive and defensive coordinator opening, correct? Yep. And uh, defensive line coach, linebacker coach. Yeah. So you know, you know, I've only been hearing about the defensive coordinator, but I haven't heard any uh, offensive coordinator names. Um, let's let's run through some of these potentials real quick. These are the names that okay. I personally have seen come up. So okay, do you uh, want to do a one word association with them or what? what let's do you do? let 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 me give a quick. Uh, I'm gonna give the name a quick little resume, and then you give me a yay or nay or. Do you think different? Yeah, give me something. <laughs> just just give me a quick little one sentence synopsis. Charlie right. Strong, uh, for, for, <laughs> former he's currently the a Bama analyst, as you brought up. Uh, mm. former UT coach and former uh, Florida defensive coordinator. What, what, is, what do you think about that? Hey, uh, check the Carfax, man. That's <laughs> all I'm gonna say. Look, I actually think it might be an okay hire, but I need to – he needs to go through three or four interviews before you yeah. sign off on that. Okay, that's cool. Uh, Will Muschamp, <laughs> uh, former uh, South Carolina coach. Uh, used to work I'm going to stop LSU. you, man. Let's stop Hell it. No, man. <laughs> that's Bo Pelini 2.0, my opinion. That's, that's Just... Bo Pelini 2.0, man. Yeah. Uh, Derek Mason, the Vandy coach, former NFL player, uh, made his made his name coaching, I guess, with Stanford uh, when he was a defense coordinator mm -hmm. there. Uh, what say you? Do you like songs, well? <laughs> you like Jerry Curl Juice? If he still has that haircut, I'm gonna say no. If but now nah, be for real, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it one hundred. If he's He's a three-four disciple too, man. Okay. And, uh, I don't think it's a good fit. I can see why people would like him, yeah. but I don't think he's a good fit. I just don't see it. Yeah, way. and I also, uh, I want to. I don't think he's gonna get the job, but I also, I'm tired of hearing people saying, "Man, Derrick Mason can't coach defense." Look at Vandy, my 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 guy. He was at Vandy, bro. Like, yeah, you're not getting no five-star defensive backs or defensive nah. linemen, dollars. Nah, they got they, beakers in their backpack, man. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> when your best alum is Aaron Rodgers' little brother, I just nah, dog. Mm -hmm. That's not a fair playing field, dog. So we're not gonna count them. Um, Chris Richard, uh, defensive play caller and passing game coordinator from the the Dallas Cowboys. I don't think he's coaching this year, but uh, have you heard much about him? Or I that, actually think. He was in the running last year. I thought he was, but I'm not 100% sold on him either, man. I think, like I said, they need to sit down and really interview these cats, man. I, I work at a bank, and I got interviewed three times. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the one thing I do like about him is uh, he's pretty young. He's like 40, I think. Um, yeah. And yeah. he's also, uh, you know, coaching the league. So, you know, that's that's always a plus. And he was a player, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not. Nothing about him like excites me really. Uh, Ryan Nielsen, Saints defensive line coach, and also played for Ed at one point and coached with Ed. Um, mm -hmm. 
Got some Louisiana ties there. What, what you think about that one? Man, you could wait for the Super Bowl. Yeah, go for it, man. Like yeah. I'm honestly thinking, the, I'm honestly thinking the Saints can make the Super Bowl. But yeah. another thing, when you go to them pro ranks, are those coaches willing to come back to the college game and recruit? You know? Yeah. You have to go. You got to go hunt in the college game, and NFL. Your groceries are already in the refrigerator. You know. Yeah, and that's one thing. I, I people always make the Joe Brady comparison. Like, well, Joe wasn't really recruiting. He was a passing game coordinator. I mean, and he was only here for a year, so he didn't really have to do the full cycle of what college football entails. So mm-hmm. I kind of want to dispel that myth. So now we got the two names that, you know, I think are really the legitimate front runners. We got uh, Mr. Corey Raymond, uh, a.k.a. DBU, uh, Mr. DBU, um, our our DB coach. Um, I mean, the man's been around the program for, shit, I feel like my whole life. Um, What you think about a a master recruiter? Uh, What you think about Mr. Corey? I'm gonna keep it. now. Skill. Let me keep it a hundred with you, man. Look, I, I never want to put a black man down, and I probably did that a lot today on this episode. But yeah, like Chris, Chris is our black man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh damn, man, my ancestors rolling over right now. But I can't do it, dog. I can't do it. Let me, and this is why. This is why okay. defense. Uh, playing, you know, a secondary position is a lot different than playing linebacker or defensive line. Right. And yeah, you may you may understand the concepts, you may understand how they play together, but it's a lot different being a secondary coach and a defensive coordinator. Yep. And so, if Ed's comfortable with it, I'm comfortable with it. But I just I just know as a being a guy that used to play in the secondary. I had no idea what the linebackers were doing on, yeah. on 42 dubs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like all right, well, what's the coverage, bro? <laughs> That's yeah. all I need to know. And I need and to so, figure out who I'm stopping. Yeah. Now, you have heavy players like Jacoby Stevens. And he, he knew the whole defense when yeah. he was at rank. But most of the time, these safeties and corners ain't trying to figure out what this defensive tackle doing on the on yeah. nose technique. Right. So... Okay. Yeah, I just, I, 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 like I said, he got, everybody got an interview, but he, for him, he's going to have to prove it on the blackboard, man. I'm going to have to throw yeah. him in the fire, like uh, Gruden's QB camp or something, man. Okay. So then the hottest name in the game right now, Mr. Mm-hmm. Marcus Freeman. Yeah. Uh, the Cincinnati DC, uh, 34 Daddy. years old. Hey, my, hey, my man, chill, chill. I'm, I'm talking, bro. I'm talking. <laughs> don't, don't play them games, man. Okay, you ain't playing no games. <laughs> He's the most serious two-year-old on on earth, man. Uh, but yeah, man, a young cat, thirty-four years old. Uh, Cincinnati had a hell of a season this year. Uh, I think he could connect to the the young guys. Uh, what, what you think yeah. about him, man? Man, this is this is the one you got to go get, man. And the reason why I say that is because he's young, but he's also coached enough to know what to do and when to do it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he's got defensive coordinator experience. And I was just reading up on, like, some of his concepts. And he plays a lot of banjo coverage. Okay. And, you know, 
Banjo is is a switching man's defense. We, right. We, you see now, like, a lot of teams run pick routes. And so you're playing at different levels of man, so you mm-hmm. can switch off on those pick routes. And so I feel like with – that's what half the teams are beating us with, you know. So I think he would be a perfect fit recruiting-wise because – <laughs> and we we it's a true pop truck right. edition, man. Hey man, you can't call it, man. You can't predict when them kids go come in. <laughs> hey, we need y'all to play defense for us. Straight up, come, come sign up. Uh, Cash Cash is <laughs> definitely defensive minded. Uh, Canning definitely got wide receiver written all over him if he does play. He ain't trying to get, he ain't trying to get hit. Hey man, I already got a bag man for him. Once they once they ready to sign with Death Row Records, you know what I'm saying? Putting them on, man. Hey, you seen the speed though? Like, you seen the speed? Hey, hey, hey! If that's uh, all I need, if Ted Ginn can still be in the league with no hands, I mean, bro, just to get up, get out, and get some. You know that's, that's all you need, bro. That extra gear. So but, yeah, I, I'm with you, bro. I, I'm. I, I like what uh, Marcus Freeman's doing, man. I like the – I mean, the aesthetic works. I mean, I hate to say yeah. it, but, I mean, that that's Ed, – Ed needs some uh, – he, he, he needs some buy-in from the culture after, uh, you know, this past season. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think um, having a guy like Marcus would help. And I mm-hmm. think uh, I think Corey Raymond would uh, actually embrace him, man, uh, to see a, a young African-American male – um, with that opportunity, I don't, I don't think Corey would sabotage that or be salty about it just because he won't nah, potentially wants nah. a job. Uh, I think Corey Raymond actually, I think he's one of the few guys that puts the program first, man. And I think he wants yeah. to see LSU uh, yeah. be the best it could be. So whether it's him as the defensive coordinator or somebody else, I think he's going to continue to be that great recruiter and, and ambassador of the program, man. Yeah, he's like Ensminger, but on defense. Right, 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 right. That's that's a perfect analogy, man. Yeah. So, so uh, I, I, well, go ahead. What you was about to say? I just said I, I was gonna say, like I said, I don't want to throw a black man down. I just think uh, Corey is uh, what you want in a true tiger, man. So that's I ain't slighting him when I say I'm yeah. he's ready for the defensive coordinator job. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I just think Marcus Freeman. He's young. He's been calling defenses for a minute now, and He'll be able to relate to the players. Right now, you need somebody that's going to put some pride in them, man. Mm-hmm. That was a record-breaking defense that just gave for the for the wrong up. for the wrong reasons. For all the wrong reasons, man. Um, yeah. So let's let's transition to the offensive side, man. Um, this is kind of the more quiet side, but uh, I'm looking at um Saturdays down south, and I see we've uh, allegedly. Uh, narrowed it down to four candidates. This is according to the the Advocate, which is a real newspaper. Uh, they got it down to Steve Sarkeesian, Lane Kiffin, uh, Mark Helfrich, and Matt Canada. Which that makes no sense to me. But uh, Bruh. The last I don't know if I can trust this. Yeah, that, that nah. doesn't sound right. Nah, this might have been. This might have been. Four years ago, maybe. <laughs> that boy Cash said he not going. 
Hey, man. <laughs> but, uh, man, that article sounds like that might be four years old. Bruh. Uh, oh, you're right. It actually is four years old. <laughs> okay, cool, 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 cool. Good, My uh, bad. That's bad information, <laughs> fellas. Team, guys. Hey, that's bad real information. Time. This is real time. <laughs> But let you know, hey, I'll be paying attention, bro. I was like, man, Canada, we already seen that movie. Hey, man, My he fault. said he want to run it back. Man, Canada probably somewhere in North Dakota right now watching Brokeback Mountain on a 12-inch. <laughs> ain't got nothing to do, man. ain't got nothing to do. Oh, shit. Okay, here we go. I found an updated. Uh, here we go. Top three replacement options for LSU's Steve Ensminger. Uh, we're on LSU Tigers. We're on the USA Today, so now this is a legitimate source. Okay. Yeah, this is, yeah, yeah. All right, we're so we'll, let's see. Let's see what we got here. We have, hey, all these ads got to relax. Uh, we need sponsors. Anybody want sponsors? <laughs> we need sponsors. Hey, man, holler at us. We, 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 we building. Uh, we, got, we got Phil Longo. Uh, yeah. at Ole Miss. Yeah. Uh, looks like we have who is the next guy here? BYU's offensive coordinator Jeff Grimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. We also have Florida's offensive coordinator Brian Johnson. He black. We just got to put that yeah. out there. Uh, he black black. Yeah. So yeah, uh, looks. Oh, and also uh, Graham Harrell is a uh, floated out there. Might not, might not be a strong candidate, but it's getting floated. Mm-hmm. Uh, so w- what you think, man? I'm, like I said, I haven't heard a whole lot. I, I'm looking this up on the fly. So yeah. So uh, I, the first name you said was Phil Longo. Yeah. Uh, he's been playing calling plays for a minute, and I think him and Ed have a relationship, if I'm not uh, mistaken. But um, when you get with a team like Ole Miss or even in the Florida instance, um, who's really calling the plays there? Yeah. Because you got Lane Kiffin, who's heavily involved in the offense, who um, has a play sheet of his own. So I don't know if you're trying to mimic them. Maybe you do want to go that route, but you got to – you got like I said, you got to fully vet these guys and, and, and go through the interview process because you 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 may find out that hey you want to go this direction, but this guy is really not running this offense. Yeah, you know? and so uh, that's why I say the same with uh, Florida's Brian Johnson. He's played quarterback at Utah, been under the Dan Mullen for a long time. Is Dan Mullen calling the plays, or is Brian Johnson calling the plays? That's true. Same situation. So, I mean, yeah, he's young. He he seems to be bright from what I've heard. But yeah, he's only thirty three. So that would be crazy to have a thirty three yeah. year old court offensive coordinator and thirty four year old defensive coordinator if that's what eventually happens. The NAACP will be happy. But oh, yeah. uh, are we going to? Are we really going to let them? You know, spread their wings. You know, I think I think actually both of them would be good fits in that. Hold yeah. on, bro. This Brian, it's the same Brian Johnson yeah. that played at Utah. Yeah, yeah. Under Irvin, my heart hurt. Yeah. Meyer. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I kind of like Radio that. Clinic. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's the same cat, man. Back when Utah had a little uh, a little run, you know. I mean, they decent now, but they was back then. They yeah. was trying to be 13. Well, because well, I'm looking at the age. I'm like, shit, he around our age. Utah was kind of cold. They had a dude named Johnson. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right. That's him. That's I'm him. sold. Look, you hear from, <laughs> from, from Jason Kelly of the uh, King Collar podcast. I want Brian Johnson and I want Marcus and Marcus Freeman. Hey, make make LSU black. Let's do it. I'm with it, man. I'll sign that petition, man. Look, hey, we got we already got Corey, Corey Raymond and Nikki Joseph, man. You know what what I'm Sorry, Brian Derek Johnson, Mason. You, you black too, but. Nah, but nah, he, he, had a, he had a Jerry girl a couple of years yeah. ago, so I can't, can't do it. Can't and Charlie it. Strong, but, is, you haven't been air quote successful since Tim Tebow days. I can't, we're not going, we're not going down that trail. That's what I'm saying. He would be like the black bow, man. Like, yeah, I don't know if he's consistently called a defense. And he, like I said, you gotta get in the rhythm with that. I don't trust it. I don't trust we ain't got time for that. We, we, in, no. we in transition right now, we ain't got time. Yeah. This win now mode, man. You gotta win now. Straight up. <laughs> so yeah, I think like you said, those two candidates you actually should should push for. I think Brett Grimes was the uh he's actually offensive line coach here. And then he got okay. uh hired away by BYU to be their offensive coordinator. So uh, I mean if you were thinking about moving on from Coach uh Coach Clegg, the uh, offensive line coach, <laughs> then you could hire him and he could serve two roles, but I think it's difficult to be an offensive line coach and offensive coordinator because yeah. those guys tend to they tend to want to run the ball more than they pass it, and that's not going to bode well. And I also, I just feel like that's an outdated model, man. Like we're mm-hmm. in a we're in a, a a league and game of specialization at this point, man. I mean, you got. I mean, look at special teams alone, man. You're you're you have kickers now who only do kickoffs, and then you have yeah. your you have your long range kicker and your short range kicker. Like the 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 guy we the young man we have, Cole Atkins. That's 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 not the norm. That he's the exception. No. Yeah, Bama um, don't do it. They don't give scholarships to kickers, but when we see why. Um, most of the times they don't need it, and when they don't have it and they need it, that's when they bite them. But uh. Yeah. Yeah, the, the days of trying to run two position groups and be the coordinator, that's that's dead, bro. We like you said, we got analysts now. I didn't even know what that was. Uh mm-hmm. we got cats who only study third downs. You got cats who are only oh, we got yeah. passing game coordinators. Our fathers did not grow up with passing game coordinators. Uh nah. The passing game coordinator was that receiver in the huddle arguing all the time <laughs> with the quarterback. I'm open. I don't know what you seeing, but I'm open. every I'm time. The safety to the other side every time. You don't throw this fade. I'm gonna give you a fade. Yeah. <laughs> I I understand I'm covered, but I'm not covered. I'm still open. <laughs> He's not really holding me. He just defending me. <laughs> There's a difference. Yeah. I'm always man, open though. Man, look. Just as long as we don't bring back Billy Gonzalez and nobody like that, man. God, uh, what was the cat's name? Who, um, I think he went to. Did he go to Baylor with Aranda? Um, the little young oh, cat. Oh yeah. The little uh, young um. Not Jorge. 
They said he was the the the, the Joe Burrow whisperer. Uh, yeah, Munoz. Uh, yeah, George Munoz. Yeah. It's really, it's really Jorge, but they call him George, man, because I think he's trying to get, you know, white have privilege. Yeah, but uh, he's trying to get the Manny Diaz. Man, they got fired though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, they that's just him and uh, uh, your boy Larry Fedora got let go. Man, Aranda ain't playing. He he learned from L, from Ed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, clearly he up. got no. He has no body here, so he might be a serial killer, bro. He ain't got no emotions. No, you can't tell. He walked to his office. You like, Dave? You all right? I don't know. Is he? <laughs> <laughs> you tell you move. tell me if I'm all right. <laughs> we, and we still don't know Dave Miranda's race. We it's don't. 2020. The last name don't help. The first name don't help. It's he has no strong features. He could be Polynesian. He could, he could be, be Creole. Some, he could be Russian. We have no idea. He could be Mexican. He could be he, Canadian. Yep. Canadian ethnicity. He might be Canadian. We Who knows, know. dog? He could be Spanish, like from the Armada. Man, uh, that would be the best episode of uh, that finding out who you are on PBS with that black man. <laughs> They do David Randall, they're gonna say he's global. They need to do ancestry DNA, ancestry.com on them so figure out where he's from. He David Randall blood is probably worth a lot of money. Probably so, man. Like the he, golden child. That's what he is. He has yeah, the he, he, golden child. Dog, man. what if David Randall dog the golden child came out in the eighties? He's David, right on par. Yeah, he yeah. and his. Let me look up Dave Miranda real quick. How old is Dave Miranda, bro? Let's let, let's see here. We, he ain't eat, so, the old, he ain't eat the old man with the blood. He he, forty four, bro. He That's could it. be. He's a golden child. He could be. <laughs> That's it, man. He touching everything, turning the butterflies and shit, bro. <laughs> well, la- ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Uh, yep. We just saw solved it. The, the golden child is Dave Aranda. That's yeah. gonna be the cover of this podcast episode. I'm gonna put the golden child up. And hey, you should next to it. <laughs> we figured this shit out, man. It took us a minute, and he had to leave, but we found out who he was. Man. That's crazy. Yeah. And it, and look at the places he's coached, bro. He's coached at Hawaii, Utah State. These are all yeah. places where you could be Polynesian. Yeah, you could be Hawaiian. You could be all places you can go to to get away from Sodom Nusby. Yep. <laughs> uh, he went to Cal Lutheran. We all know they they be trying to convert folks. Like he a monk, man. I'm telling yeah. you. That's man, we figured this. We saw this, man. I'm telling you. Now we just got to find out if Carmen San Diego is real. Wait. <laughs> I and what is a gum? Dave. And what's a gum shoe? We we all know what that I, is. I don't know, man. Like and why was that black woman real. talking so loud all the time? Her mouth was big, man. I don't know, man. She had like it, the talking horse type gums, man. I don't know. I don't know. That's the next mystery. We're gonna solve that next episode. Once we get an offensive coordinator, we're gonna find out if they was dating Carmen San Diego or something. Yes, sir. So um yeah man um I guess we before we leave man um what, what I guess what are your thoughts for the future um player wise and 
What 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 are you hoping to see next year? What's your expectations for twenty twenty one, man? What I hope for, it just got crushed today. I was hoping we were retain people, but you see, Brayson McMath leaving. That's what I, I thought that was. Uh, I thought that was already official. No. Yeah, I mean, I saw it today. I could uh, be late, but I just thought he would stick around. Even though we have a loaded receiver group, you like to have seniors on the team. You yeah. like to have people come back. That's how I am stays on top. That's how Clemson stays on top. But I, I, I think with Coy Moore and and Kayshawn and yeah, we ain't good. Yeah, we 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 alright. I do. Uh, yeah. uh, Ed brought up a, a a valid strategy of re recruiting the seniors. Uh, I think that's a and the juniors. I think yeah. That that's a key to this COVID crisis with everybody getting an extra year of eligibility, and you can use that mouthpiece and get these cats to to reconsider and come back. Because I mean, this was a wacky year, bro. Uh, a lot of people didn't have no clean tape, mm-hmm. so. If you can get some of these guys to come back and get the opposite of what happened last year, mixed with the experience that these freshmen and sophomores got, I mean, things yeah. can turn around real quick. Uh, real quick, man. Yeah, that's that's why it's it's disheartening to see Race McMath go, but you're happy that Liam Shanahan already said he's coming back because he improved as that's the season that's came big. on. And the offensive line needs to have some kind of consistency, especially with. At center, you know, where you call the line calls and shift the uh, protections and stuff like that. So uh, I just want to see some fight. That's yeah, all. I, I just want to see them, you know, stop making them off-season videos where they show them working out <laughs> and just work out and, and, well, yeah. and try to get better, you know. Like, yeah, don't get me yeah. wrong. Best video team in the country, but still, man, come on. Yeah, I mean, I want to see, a, you know, an Andre Anthony come back, uh, a Todd mm-hmm. Harris. I mean, these aren't, like, huge names, but like you said, for continuity purposes, um, does Jacoby Stevens come back? He didn't have the, the greatest senior season after a, a great so- uh, junior year, but uh, I don't know. I don't know what we're what, what's, what's, what hearing. Um yeah, I think he got on. He, I mean, he probably so. John Trey Kirkland, I don't know. Does does he come back? Do do we loaded a wide receiver? I don't, I don't know. If we need him per se, but yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm trying to I see. I think him. those type of cats. I think they gone, man. Chris Curry's officially gone. gone, right? Didn't he? Uh, yeah. He announced he's going to the portal. So yeah, and that's. I actually think that's a bad choice for a lot of cats right now because of the uh, NCAA saying. You get another year, but what is going to happen is you're going to have teams that are going to look and actually shop around. They're not just going to take anybody. Now. They're going to be like, all right, yeah, we could we could fit this guy here, we fit that guy there. And it's also hurting high school recruits too because normally in a normal year, you have you don't know where to go. Signed. Yeah, you got 25 cats signed. And they're all high school kids. But now you got to save spots open for transfer kids because it's so flooded right now. So, yeah. What about – uh? Just, trying to see here. I'm, I'm just going through this list, man. Derek, are the, do the transfers have to go or can they stay one more year? I don't know. How well, how's that work? Yeah, they can stay. They so, can stay. so, like, the uh, – uh, the, the, uh, the Ali Gays and the uh, Jabril Coxes of the world – 
I mean, yeah, I think Jabril I think, Cox should leave. I mean, I think yeah, I, I want him to gone. stay, but yeah. he well, he's a three-time champion in North Dakota State. Uh, mm-hmm. He put he made some some solid plays here. I mean, granted, you want to better from the total defense, but I, I thought he played well. Um, oh, yeah. For for he's a most, he's Go our ahead. most consistent. He's our most consistent defender, man. Yeah. He showed that he's the new type of linebacker that the league is leaning towards now. So yeah. I think he, I think he should go. But Ali Gay definitely needs to come back. Uh, Darren Evans, do we do? Do we need him back? Oh, I'm not trying to be funny. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna talk about nobody's <laughs> kid, but uh, I, you know, uh, yeah, man. So uh, Lloyd Cole, I don't even know who that is. Uh, <laughs> he from he, he from Grambling, apparently. I ain't know. Oh no, he's from Bowser City. No. I guess he went to Maryland. Nah, uh, we gonna yeah, keep moving. Cameron Lewis, uh, Monroe's finest, uh from Wasp. That's Monroe Rose City. Yeah. yeah. He can come back, man. Uh, <laughs> Just because he's from Monroe. Zach Von Rosenberg. I think he already declared he coming back. Uh he's gonna be thirty six years old. Uh yeah, he about he he older than us, man. Bruh. There's a cat we got a cat named Ezekiel on the team. I ain't know that. He a he a place kicker. I ain't know that. Uh who else? Who else? Tory Carter is a, a senior. Uh I, I, I don't know. I think he's gone just because we really can't find a fit for him. Yeah. No matter, no matter what offense we run, he hasn't been getting on the field much. Yeah, Ray Thornton, uh, the linebacker, uh, I don't know. Need, need to come back. Uh, who else we got here? Liam, oh, you said Liam's coming back. Uh, who else? Now, Ed Ingram needs to come back. Austin Deculus is also a senior. He needs to come back too, but I, I can see him leaving just because yeah. he started so long. He probably tired of the wear and tear. Yeah. I he, so he's from Mamu, but went to Cy Fair High School out here in Houston. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Uh who else? Neil Farrell is also a senior. He's going to the uh the senior bowl though, ain't he? Yeah, so you can count him out. Yeah. Glenn Logan also a senior. I think he's gone, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think a lot of the defensive linemen are gone. Except for, like I said, Ali Gay needs to come back. He needs yeah. to come back. Yeah. And I, I want him back. I I, I saw flashes. We just got to yes. you know, all together, man. Yeah. He's, he's definitely talented. It's just you got to get that experience, be more refined, so that you can improve from year one to year two. And then go get your check, man. Go get your yes, money. Sir. Get your money. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, I, I think that's it. I, I got, I'm with you. I just want to see some some improvement. I, I don't mm-hmm. think I'm not expecting a national championship by any means. Uh, me and you've had plenty of conversations about the dark days of where LSU came from to these sunshine man. and rainbows that we've experienced since 2000. Let's call it 2000, basically, uh, when yeah. they even got yeah. there. Um, but, man, for, for you young youngins out there, you know, in the 80s and 90s, LSU was not a powerhouse team. It was not the place to be. Nah. <laughs> so, I mean, when that, when that young man named Nick Saban took over, that's when we went up and 
you know, a lot of people was mad at Les, but Les kept the train going, man. We was consistently winning 10 games. It wasn't pretty, but we was winning 10 games. So, yeah, man, yeah. nobody wants to be 5-5, five and five, but I think under these circumstances, and it was a perfect storm for us to go 5-5, five and five, honestly. I mean, yeah, national yeah. championship, record-breaking season, defective, people defecting, Corona no, lost a bunch of coaches. I mean, it was it was just everything, bro. I mean, yeah, perfect storm, man. It's, it's better than three and three and seven, though. Yeah. At one point, I thought we was gonna be three and seven. So you said I'll that. You, I think you texted me during the. Uh, I think it was the Auburn game where you said, "I don't think we gonna win another game, bro." <laughs> <laughs> and that was true. That was coming from the heart, man. I was like, "That's it." Yep. The worst defending champ ever, man. But yeah, they bounced back. So yeah, uh, I think what we're gonna do is uh, we're gonna wrap this one up, and uh, we'll probably come back whenever LSU makes some hiring decisions. Which yeah, it's probably like you. Now that you mentioned it, a lot of these names that we're looking at, they still got bowl games, they got playoff games. So mm-hmm. it, it might be a little while. Um, so be yeah, patient, Tiger yeah. fans. Don't don't expect nothing to happen overnight. Yeah, just and, keep uh, dancing in the rain, man. Dancing yeah. in the rain like little do it for little Saints. Yep. Do it for little Saints. And in the meantime, we, we probably we're gonna come up with some cool stuff. Uh, we might do some like game rewatches or some uh our favorite uh players of different oh, yeah. position groups or something like that. We'll, we'll come up with something. For uh, sure. I know we we've done this exercise in the past through text messages, so I think we could just bring that to the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, man. You got you got any any parting shots or you good? Uh, I'm, what can I say before I go? Uh, Keelan Williams is still running all over Virginia Tech. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, if you're not a true Tiger fan, you're not going to get that reference. But nah. Man, look. <laughs> Blacksburg is Cracksburg. I don't know if I said that. <laughs> Tailgating for that game. And Wait, shout out to two. young Nick Basconi. Nick Basconi. The Italian stag. That's my boy, man. Hope you get, you get your shout out, man. Get the roses while you still can. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, man. It's number love, man. We going to Keep Tiger Nation going. We're going to be black and also LSU Tiger fans. Yes, sir. That's all I got. And the words of Coach Webby, it's up. It's up. (laughs) Get to the bubble. (laughs) All right, y'all. We're going to holler at y'all, man. It's your boy, J. Kill. It's your boy, J. Wright. And we can't call it, bro. We'll holler at y'all. Yeah.